Hello Hoop Dreams family. Your boys are back. Sorry to leave you for so long. Jakuti, say what's up to the people. What's up guys? We're back. Sorry for the wait. Episode 7. Let's get it man. It's been a long time coming. We've got a lot to get to. Whole lot of stuff here. It's been two weeks, but now we're going to make this a bit more of a fortnightly show. Yes. For you guys, you know, we're getting into the real, the real debt for the season now, you know, and there's not a lot of headlines to do. So we're going to try and space it out a little bit. Try and space it out a little bit, but we've got episode coming for you today. We're going to have a Christmas episode coming for you very soon as well. Yeah, very excited about that one. Very excited for that one, even though Chikudi needs to learn a lot about Christmas, which we're going to yeah. teach him about oh, yeah. <laughs> in the podcast. I'm going to have the Christmas sweater on in the studio just for my benefit. You guys can't see it, but... We're going to enjoy it. That's going to be coming out Christmas week. Make sure you check us out for that. Before we get into all the basketball talk, man, uh, just on a serious note, uh, lost uh, young artist Juice World passed away this week. Very upset to hear about that. So just throughout the episode today, we're going to be honoring Juice with just a couple of his songs. You know, I was a big fan of his. Jakudi, I know, listened to some of his stuff. He had tracks on NBA 2K, Mm -hmm. you know, talented young artist, 21 years old. Damn shame, man. So we're just gonna let this play for a hot second in Juice's memory. Shouts to him. All girls are the same. Definitely check him out on Spotify, Apple Music if you get a chance, you know. But yeah, so uh, unfortunately passed away on Sunday in Chicago. Thoughts and prayers are with his family yes. and friends at this sad time. But moving on, lighten up a little bit, man. Let's go. Yeah. Let's try and get try and get a smile back on my face now. Yeah. Uh, always sad to see someone fired. Yeah. Oh, in some instances. In some instances. <laughs> yeah. Someone's lost a job. You know, it's always a sad thing. But yeah. I can't help but find this hilarious. Yes, we are talking about David Fisdale. Uh, happened last week. Of course, we're talking about David Fisdale. Yeah. We're uh, always talking about the Knicks. Sack does coach the Knicks. Uh, just had a very, very horrible run. They were four four wins, eighteen losses. Ugh, they were just terrible. Are uh, we surprised though? We are not surprised. Uh, this is kind of the the life cycle of a Knicks manager. Yeah, you know, you come in, you you say your you say the stuff that you're aiming to achieve, and you have these goals, and you want to do all the stuff. You just have a bad start. The fans turn on you. They start booing at the at the home games and yeah. eventually you get sacked. Hear me out though. I don't think they necessarily had I mean, I know that, that record can never be a good start. Yeah. But for the roster they had. Yeah, the roster construction was awful. It was it was very, very bad. <laughs> very I mean, if bad. you just have a look on them on two K, yeah. Three of their best four players are power forwards. Yeah, and you have Marcus Mor- and the one that is Marcus Morris is yeah. their starting small forward. This <laughs> is like when it he just, was in Boston, he was playing mostly four, and he was playing well. And it's yeah. just now you have to force him at the three. He gets he gets the ball every time. <laughs> <in there. laughs> it's just, it's yeah. they're a dumpster fire, you know. What do they expect? And yeah. I I hate to see it because I feel like this is the second time now where David Fisdale. I still believe in David Fisdale as a great coach, but I believe this happened in Memphis as well. Yeah, Memphis. There was a he had a very bad run. I think towards towards the end of his tenure, yeah. and then. He just kind of just he just just bowled over more, and more then, of a one year than a ten year, but yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's, that's awful. Good. That's yeah. awful. <laughs> I mean, I still think he's a coach, but at this point, I'm like, 
if he's been sacked from two jobs early on, yeah, is he a good coach? I think he I, he was in Miami. I remember he was assistant coach Miami. I think you just need to take an assistant job just for a while. Kind of what just, what Ty Lue does. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. He's assistant coach for the Clippers. Just lay low a little bit. Take, I was just about to, that's exactly what I said. Just lay low. Yeah. It's like while the heat's on, <laughs> yeah. you got to go be an assistant for a couple of years for a winning team. Don't yeah, be on a winning bad team. team. Try and go to a winning team. And, and then people are like, oh, didn't he used to coach? Yeah, maybe Miami would take him back. Yeah, they might. They might. But it's like, yeah, lay low, just gain some experience, and eventually you'll find your way back in the league. I feel for Fizz, man, because I feel like there's no coach that could have took this team any further than he did. Yeah. They're is. a four-win team. <laughs> and, yeah, what we, what we mentioned before on other podcasts about how the management didn't expect, they didn't expect them to be that bad. It's like, come on, man. You made the team. Yeah, you made the team. But, I mean, Fizz, he ain't that worried. You know what I mean? He's... He's got this money. He's, he, got, oh. he got bought out by the owner. It's... I, I feel like, maybe this is me being lazy, but I feel like there'd be nothing better in the world than being a coach of a team and then getting fired and then getting paid yeah. your 20 million over two years. Especially when it's... Sit at home. It's not 100% your fault. You, exactly. You're going to get some of the blame, yeah. but ultimately... Well, it's he can leave that job saying, you know what? This isn't on me. Yeah, this is the 100%. Nick. This is all Knicks. This is all Knicks. <laughs> this isn't even on the players because the players suck. Yeah, they're young, they suck. They suck, yeah. you know, but that's that's about the people that brought them in. Yeah, That's not a player, it's not a coach. That is, the Knicks are a trash organisation. And I'm happy for David Fizz, though, because he gets to sit at home with his hot wife <laughs> and get paid a ridiculous <laughs> amount of money. Shouts to Fizz, though, and his, and his lovely wife. But and yeah, his, And his glasses. And his glasses. Yeah. He's a cool guy, man. I, I hope Fizzdale gets more work. I like Fizzdale. Yeah. But yeah, that was the big thing. Uh, also, getting on to some, a guy who I feel like could be a good potential coach one day. Uh, he's been coaching on the floor. Well, sorry, he's been officiating on yeah, the yeah, floor. He's, he's, been, he's, been all, he's been all sorts with him. Because Chris Paul, I feel like Chris Paul is just, he is acting out in any way possible now. He is sick of Oklahoma City. I don't think he's actually come out and said it, but I feel like this is someone who's just bored out there. But please, tell the people what's been going on with CP and his antics this week. So uh, a couple of days ago, uh, it was a game between the Timbers and the Thunder. This was in Oklahoma City. Close game. It was a, a two-point game. And they were lining up for the free throws. And Chris Paul, you know, he's got vision. Mm, he, of he's course. Vision, you know. Yeah, one of the best. <laughs> one of the best. He, yeah. he noticed Jordan Bell, a Timberwolves player, had his shirt untucked. <laughs> so um, he basically snitched the referee <laughs> right in front of the mic. You can just hear him loud as day saying, That's, his shirt's untucked, that's a delay of game. Obviously, the officials are gonna they're gonna have to call it. Yeah, they don't want to, but you're gonna have to call it. I feel like the officials are looking like, God, why do you know the rules? I yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why like, do you, yeah? Is that really the rules? Yeah. Like, do I really have to call that? Yeah. So they called it. Gallinari. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have to call it. Gallinari made his his free throw. Uh, so Timbers was still up by one. Cat in tried to miss the free throw, but he made it. Stephen Adams full court to Dennis Schroeder. That know, was a beauty. That was a great pass. pass. I don't know what the hell Jeff Teague was doing. He nah. was just he was just watching or something. And Schroeder laid it in. His mind's still in Atlanta. Jeff Teague. Like, he ain't <laughs> been the same since Atlanta. Yeah, went to overtime and OKC just dominated overtime. Got the win. And credit to CP. That is where being the smartest player on the court. Yes. Can really lead to winning plays and get you a win, even though he looks like a bit of a wet wipe doing it. Yeah, he he was. He looked damn. so moist. <laughs> so moist. After the game, he was just like. The reporters were asking, "Oh yeah, I, I know the rules. It's some refs call it, some refs don't." It's just. I've know, always felt like CP was that kind of guy, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, I feel like in CP. school, CP's the kind of guy, yeah, that asks the teacher where the homework is. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you forgot to collect the homework. Nah, CP is just. He and seems like that extra, yeah, extra guy. For the next game, when they played Portland, I don't know. I, I don't forget who they. I don't remember who they called a delay. They called a delay game for the same thing on the Thunder player. 
Yeah. And it was like, CP was like, oh, no, you guys make it to Sports Center. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? CP is funny, though. I like that CP embraced this character. Yeah, he, he embraces like, he, it. He embraced well. the villain. Yeah. yeah. And he, he, called, he, it. he called a tech on Melo. That was the best one. <laughs> Ref, that's a tech. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then surely it was. <laughs> on his friend as well. Yeah. It's, like, it's not on some random guy. That's, on his banana boat buddy. Yeah. That's a good illustration right there. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I got a C in English, but you wouldn't know it. <laughs> you would not know it from this podcast. Yeah, I am illiterate as hell. No, not illiterate. No literate. No, I am. Um, I don't know. Literate as hell. No, li- no, no, no. That because would... if your your alliteration, is I don't know what the I don't know what the term alliteration is. is how you use your words. Use you know? your words. It's not yeah. literate. It's definitely but... not literate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not illiterate. It's definitely not that. But I am a liter a space literate. Yeah. Okay. Individual. We can we can use that. We can use that. F not, man. You're lucky I'm doing audio here and not writing because yeah. be, I can't spell half the words I'm saying, I'm not going to lie to you. But yeah, God, I love CP. I love that he's embraced not kind of being a traditional villain, like the hard man villain. Yeah. He's embraced as being the really kind of just... Annoying, picky yeah, villain. Yeah, he's the, six, the six, he's the smallest guy on the court most of the time. He's just, just picky. He's yeah. gonna, he just gets on your nerves. He just gets on your skin. Yeah, I feel like I would hate playing against CP yeah, so much. You, but same time, it's like... You love love him being on your team. Oh, you love him on your team, yeah. yeah. I really like him in the Thunder Blue as well. Unless you're James Harden. But, <laughs> yeah. Or Blake Griffin. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I like Chris Paul, man. Yeah. Um, moving on then. So we're going to look at uh, some trade talks. Kevin Love has been involved in some trade talks. Yes. I feel like he wants out of Cleveland. He is potentially too... I don't know if he's still too good for Cleveland. <laughs> nah. He's on the back end of his career. He's definitely overpaid. He's definitely overpaid. For the money he gets, he is shouldn't be in Cleveland. Let's just say that. That's it. But then neither should Tristan. I yeah. feel like Cleveland is just uh, just it's just like a mix of rookies Rook, uh, yeah. hoping there'll be something. Yeah. And then guys who are just overpaid because overpaid of Overpaid contracts, yeah. LeBron. Clutch sports. <laughs> Clutch sports, LeBron James got their money. Where Clutch Sports goes wrong is yeah. just what the Cavs are right now. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, would you if you're uh if you're a team, say so like you know, last year you had guys like the Bucks who took a shot on uh, traded for, traded for Miritich, traded for Gasol. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take the Raptors who traded for Mark, Mark Gasol. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of teams who make additions mm-hmm. late in season. Yeah. If you're a team, say Clippers, for example. Uh, no, no, uh, no, thanks. Nah. <laughs> we could other moves, but not Kevin Love. But I mean, I, I would. I don't want the Celtics touching with a ten foot pole. That's true. Yep. Jalen got paid. Tatum's got to get paid. I can't take two years of Kevin Love's contract. That's nah, bad. Yeah. I feel like the only team that's going to take him is a team that is really desperate. Yeah, they, they need that spark to go from, okay, we're okay, to, okay, let's try and actually be real type. Yeah. And, then... and I think this ends up being a team that goes from, we're okay, to we're still okay, but now we have yeah. less money to spend on. Yeah, because Kevin Love's not a, he's not a needle mover, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's not going to be the be on end or that's, okay, now we're tower contenders. No. But, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's still has he's, some value. He's such a, a dimmeria for me. He's an amazing third best player. Yeah, yeah. He, Great he, fourth best player. Mm, yeah. You can't ever go to him for anything. Yeah, in his 30s. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Him as a first option or a second even, that's not going to work. So, uh, also, uh, side note, mm-hmm. Kevin Love, one of the best Instagram players. If you get a chance, go and follow Kevin Love. I have seen that. Yeah. he's he, he During summertime, Yeah, he goes on adventures. I've seen that. Yeah. It was a blast. You've seen memes I, about I've it. I've seen him. Like he that. went to, I think it was Aspen. Yeah, yeah. He, he, was, up Aspen. In, he was up in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. It looked amazing. He was riding hot air balloons. Mm-hmm. He's got very good fashion sense. On his IG story, he's always just posting like movies that he's watching and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. He seems like a kind of guy I'd really like to be friends with. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to hang out with Kevin Love. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Which makes me very think chill. back to that Cavs dynamic and how 
LeBron, how LeBron held it together? Because I could not think of two more different people than Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, yeah especially like on the court, off the court stuff. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Love's the kind of guy, he wants to just like go for a walk, go for a hike, watch a movie. <laughs> and then Kyrie is just trying to tell you about Flat Earth and all conspiracies going yeah. on. While, he, while, he, while they're on the walk, that's probably Yeah, yeah they're, they're on the walk, about. it's like, guys, you know, you know, you should really put like a, a, a sticker over your front camera on your iPhone, you know, because people are watching you, you know. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie is just breaking down all kind of different levels. So I could not chill with Kyrie. But then I'm biased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we know that. <laughs> I digress. Yeah. I digress. By the mm. way, the Nets are so much better without Kyrie Irving. That's that's a conversation, man. I, oh, it's, it's, it's looking... Let's get into this now. Let's get into it. We got, okay. we got a minute. Okay. Okay, Spencer Dinwiddie is better than Kyrie Irving right now. For that team. I wouldn't say he's better. For that team... Mm. Kyrie takes a lot of shots. A lot of shots. He took... Uh, when he was in Cleveland and Boston, he didn't take that many... But in Brooklyn, it just seems like he's just putting him up. Maybe because he's, you know, near home and stuff. But And now that he's injured, he's missed, I think, what, 14 games or something like that? Yeah. Which is a bit annoying because I picked him really for six man of the year. And now <laughs> he's starting every game, so he probably won't qualify. I think but, there um, are some teams where Kyrie's shoot the ball at all costs mm-hmm. works. And I think there are some teams where it doesn't. I just feel like the Nets have a good team. Yeah, you, They have five guys that can score. Yeah. You emphasize ball movement, stuff like that. you got Joe Harris. He's a sniper. He's yeah. Yeah. Great three point shooter. Great shooter. Torian Prince is playing well. Garrett Temple's been Garrett really Temple's good for them, so. They they seem to have a different guy that steps up every night. Yeah, I'm really glad they've started to give um, Jarrett Allen a lot more minutes as well because mm. he deserves it. Yeah, he has he's... the best Afro in the NBA as well. Side note. Yeah, you might have, does he have the only Afro? <laughs> you might have the only. Does anyone have an Afro in the league anymore? I don't know. Robin Lopez. Uh, I don't know yeah. if, Afro. if Kawhi took his hair out, then he would have an Afro. You reckon? Oh yeah, Ky- yeah, I guess yeah, Kawhi. Sorry, yeah, Kawhi could. Kyrie has like a mini Afro going. Yeah, but then he just cuts off. Yeah, he just cuts off at random <laughs> points. Yeah. But yeah, also, I didn't realize, I was watching the Nets-Nuggets game. DeAndre Jordan might be the biggest man I've ever seen. I know not height-wise, he's not that big. But in that game, he yeah. looked immense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's so athletic as well. He's so athletic, and even he's, at this he's age. What, 31? Yeah, 31, 32. Yeah. And Jesus. whoever decided to let him wear short shorts, <laughs> someone has to get fired for that. Kit Man has <laughs> to get fired. It's probably him. He's probably like, requested. In the short shorts, he looks about... Because he looks like he's wearing... Like a 12-year-old's uniform. Because yeah. the shorts are so high and so tight. I'm a fan of short shorts. Not on DeAndre. Not a good look. But yeah, back to Kevin Love. Yeah. That's where we were. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, Kevin Love. <laughs> Guys, it's been two weeks. <laughs> Little Rusty, back to Kevin Love. Where would you... Where where do you see him going? Where do you think could be a good fit? Um, So I don't... I'm not going to pretend to be no GM or something. I don't know the books. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know the salaries. We're not trying to break down yeah. where it's financially possible and yeah, where it's financially possible best. and, you know, all this stuff about bird rights and stuff. I ain't, I'm just, I just want to see him in Houston. You know what I mean? Yeah? Just like, complete, yeah? completely off, complete offense. We don't care about defense. They need a little bit of size. We just need three point shooting. Kevin Love shoots. Yeah? We don't, we don't need you to post up Still anymore. Still a good offensive rebounder. Yeah. Don't, no more mid-rangers, no more posts, just shoot. We yeah. don't need, just be like a better Ryan Anderson for us, basically. Yeah, because I remember back uh, way back when, when Kevin Love was um, free agent the first time, they were talking about him being the Rockets' main main target. That mm. was back with the Pat Beverly, yeah, yeah. James Harden Rockets. Yeah, and I, I then getting Ryan Anderson. Of course, Kevin Love is definitely a better Ryan Anderson. I think it could be a good move actually. Mm-hmm. I think for for Love, it's a brilliant move. Him and Westbrook as well. They yeah, were both, UCLA they were college teammates. Yeah, I think Kevin Love would have a lot of fun in Houston. Yeah, it's a yeah, cool place yeah. to be. Third option, not a lot of pressure on him. They would get better. Without a doubt, they'd get better. And mm-hmm. they need something because I don't see this Rockets team making it far into the postseason right now. That's true. I don't see it. Um, whether Love, he's going to be a spot off shooter. He's going to stand. 
Yeah. I would get bored of that, but maybe that's the point. He he did that for LeBron. Yeah. He's Kevin Love has already experienced sacrifice in his personal stats and opportunities for to be on a winning team. Mm-hmm. Championship experience, which neither Westbrook or Hart. That's actually a good shout. I didn't like this pick when you told it to me before yeah. recording, but now you've actually spoken about it. This mm-hmm. makes some sense. It won't happen. It won't happen. I mean, because they've 30, already 30 mil they ain't training the only person comparable in they've salary, got two supermaxes yeah it's Capella which they won't no Harden, Harden and Westbrook I mean they ain't trading any of those guys unless Darren Morey wants to pay him out of his own pocket I don't think yeah. and even then the league wouldn't allow it but <laughs> yeah. so yeah it won't happen but that'd be a fun it'll be, one it'll be pretty interesting it'll be fun so what you're saying is <clears throat> this whole topic was effectively pointless because well I mean happen. it's it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's, it's hypothetical yeah. Yeah. anyone so. at home wants to go on 2k and work out some trades and let us know please do uh, for me I this is kind of this is I don't know if it's a lazy one but I think it makes the most sense mm-hmm. and I feel like what Portland I'm going to say Portland okay, I feel yeah. like Portland are just it's broken in Portland it's not working mm-hmm. and they're just trying to find a quick fix and they're just like we're going to slap Melo in here we're going to we get Whiteside last season we're going to get Melo this season why not just trade for Kevin Love yeah get Kevin Love yeah you know mm-hmm. what he's a good player I think they're just in the point where they're like assembling talent of guys who are potentially past it mm-hmm. of guys who <laughs> I don't know <laughs> they had Pau so that's true there I mean, you go he got waved he got waved he retired basically well, yeah. he got forcibly retired <laughs> yeah <laughs> you either retire from the game or the game retires you and that yeah. is Pau Gasol didn't know when to call it quits the sad truth yeah I'm moving like Paul Pierce out here. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. He's still, oh, don't remind me about. He's Paul still Pierce. trying to get attended. <laughs> don't remind me about Paul Pierce. Jesus Christ. I m- mentioned it before. That was. Oh, that was so depressing. And anyway, we're not. We're not talking about. Paul oh, Pierce I could anymore. talk about Paul Pierce <laughs> still about. on the Clippers all day long. Back, back to Kevin Love. And now he's even get torn apart by by pundits and by Michelle Beadle. It's yeah. hilarious. Back to Kevin Love. Back to Kevin Love. I just think it could work. I mean, they need a, they need a good shooting big. You know. Mm. That would, that would be shooting. the defense would be oh rough. non-existent just, just like Houston it would be rough Kevin Love and Carmelo so what we're deciding is imagine <laughs> Kevin Love is going to average two rebounds a game yeah. he's going to get upset when Melo swears him on every board yeah <laughs> Whiteside is going to take every board Whiteside well. yeah it's, there's oh, I don't know there's one basketball between yeah. Damian Lillard CJ McCollum Carmelo and yeah you can get it's unfortunate for Rodney Hood because he tore his Achilles That's sad, yeah. a couple of days ago but I mean you can play Melo up to three but yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. Oh, Mello wasn't. Mello was. I know. Uh, obviously, Mello and Rodney Hood aren't boys. Yeah. And they don't know each other that well. Mm-hmm. I feel like Mello. Oh, ah, oh, he's injured. What? Oh, what? Oh. Yeah, that Drake meme. Yeah. What? <laughs> Rodney's out. Oh, I guess we need someone to play small forward. Damn. Oh, damn. I, I can do it, guys. Ah, oh, guys. You know, if you need like, don't, don't let me, don't let me assert myself. Don't let me. Even though I'm all star and yeah, you know, you know I, if I'm you guys need Hall of Famer, I can move down to that three. Yeah, if you guys need, it's just <sighs> let let me know what works best for you guys. <laughs> Ah, shouts to Melo getting his minutes, man. Good for Melo. <laughs> and yeah, Kevin Love, Melo. I mean, that just tells me if that team, that could happen as well. I feel like they could afford that. They could make it happen somehow. I would definitely look at, but then who are they going to trade for? Because the Cavs, the only player they really take is one of the guards and they ain't going to trade either of those two. Yeah. Whiteside makes comparable money, but Nurkic is injured. You still need the size and You know, stuff I would like definitely that. trade CJ. Ooh. I would definitely not for love, but I would definitely oh, okay. trade CJ for someone else. Yeah, yeah that that point of thing won't work. We've, it's we've, not going to work. We've mentioned it. It's not going to. And work. if you have a choice between Dame and CJ, you take Dame. Yeah, I don't know when they'll realize it, but hopefully it's soon. I would the, for the sake of the don't because there's not much you can do in the off season apart from you can do free agency. But trades, if you're going to make a trade, I'd say the best value you're going to get is for a team that's trying to win this season. Mm. I wouldn't load up on picks. I would just young players. Maybe I'd say the Heat have got a lot of talent. I would, but then they've also got a lot of guards. Just try and put the feelers out there. See what you can get for yeah. CJ. Because I love CJ, but CJ Dame, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work, man. Anyway, back to this now. 
we are going to just let another one play through here just because shouts to our guy Once again, RIP Juice World gonna be honoring him a little bit through this podcast with some music there. Uh, back to now, last episode we did a topic on the five players who really kind of cemented the generation. Who were really, if you were to talk about basketball between 2010 2020, mm -hmm. these are the guys who are gonna who have made who just yeah who just controlled the league, dominated the league, and have really owned that decade. Mm -hmm. You had the cool idea of we're about to enter 2020. We are. New decade. New decade. Fourth decade for your young self. Shouts to you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> big 20, big 20. But, so we're going to get into this. Now, you said, let's talk about the next five. Yes. So if we're still doing this podcast in 2030. We hope so. We, in, a, in a better studio. While but, we're in damn downtown New York or something. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be uh, out in, yeah, the capital. Or we're going to be out in, uh, not the capital. We're going to be out in a big city in America. We're yeah. LA. ESPN Studios. Man. Yeah, Chicago maybe. Yeah. Our studio in London. You guys can make it happen, you know. It's a world tour. Listen, we go where you guys take us, you know. <laughs> you guys continue to share us and put us out there. Yeah. Then we really can't do anything. So, top five players to define the next decade. So, this can be guys who are already in the league. This could be guys who are future. This is just random predictions here. Yes. Chikuti, this is your topic. It is me. You have the crystal ball in your hands right now. Yes. You're looking into the future. Yes. Tell me, what do you see? Who do you see taking over the league in the next 10 years? Patagol. Let's break it. Let's break it down. It's got like, are you going to go five to one or one to five? I'm going to go five to one. So least to the most. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just Start bit us of, off. Bit of suspense, you know. Bit of, I like it. Build up slow. I like Thank it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Everyone um, at home, by the way, everyone at home listening, please yeah, play your, along. Make your own list. Write in. If you send some good ones, we'll shout them out next week. Yeah. But um, go ahead, bro. Number five, I'm going to go with Zion Williamson. Ooh. Uh, Hasn't played in the NBA yet, so I mean, <laughs> it's not the best thing. But then preseason games, oh, obviously we're really good. Uh, he's 19 years old. In 10 years' time, he'll be 29. We hope. I mean, even though we're haters, he could here. still be in his prime in 10 years' time. Yeah, I mean, the athleticism, I imagine, will still be there. I just hope he doesn't get injured, man. I pray. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he can get a couple of rings. He's already on a good team. Yeah, yeah. That's he's not on a terrible. team. That's what we said before. It's yeah. not really. It's not really the norm where. You're a number one pick, and you start off on a on a decent yeah. team. They're pretty bad now. They've lost nine in a row. But yeah. I mean, when you add Zion there, you can imagine that you'll get a couple. The more comparison wins. I look at to him is, is Blake Griffin, mm. and how Blake sat his whole first season, which hopefully Zion doesn't, but Zion could. Yeah, I and, think no one is going to be really careful. Yeah. They said he won't come back until at least 2020. Yeah, and which is a good call. Yeah, he won't play back to backs. I imagine and stuff like that. That's fine. The team ain't going nowhere this year. That's, that's fine. That is very true. But then once Blake did go, it's like wow. They exactly. realize what they've got in him. It's mm. like they're gonna start making trades. Of course, they traded for Mo Williams the first season. They got uh, close to the. I think they got, they got close to the playoffs. They got it. close to the playoffs. Then they got CP three, and then it was playoffs every single year. Mm. Never made a conference finals, but they had the right thing there. I feel like this Pelicans team is better than that Clippers team was, so they're definitely in position for Zion to be generational great. Yes. All right. Uh, number four. This is pretty tough. It's a hard list, isn't it? Because I'm trying to mix it with guys. I forgot. Guys who have been in the league like four or five years who can yeah. still be around. I'm going to go with Giannis. Oof. 
and this isn't. I forgot about Giannis. Really? I forgot how young he is. Yeah, he's he just turned he just turned twenty five. Because he came to the league at what eighteen? He came to really really young. Yeah, so you man. think you've got how you've got how long he's actually been in the league? Yeah. So um, he'll be thirty five in ten years. Uh, majority of the decade he'll be late thirties. He hasn't reached his prime yet. At least we don't hope. Yeah. If that three point shot gets Ever along, gets then he becomes number one straight away, oh. <laughs> regardless of what happens. Um, hopefully we can see some rings for him. Um, Definitely. This season is looking promising. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. I still never believe in the Bucks winning anything, but I feel yeah. like he could. He's a free agent after next season. This could be one of them ones where, like a Le- how LeBron's free agency. If LeBron stays with the Cavs, he's still amazing. Does he have the legacy if he goes to Miami? Probably not. I feel like this is the Giannis free agency could be a LeBron in terms of if he chooses the right decision in free agency. Yeah. He could be number one on this list. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, getting um, into number three. Number That's where it's getting the real guys to look out for now. If you're going to buy your jerseys, <laughs> get these three guys and then you can look cool in 10 years' time. Number three. This is pretty tough between three and two. Three, I'm going to go with Devin Booker. Nice. Oh, I forgot Devin Booker. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm not go... changing it now. You go do your thing. <laughs> uh, D-Book. Uh, Phoenix, <sighs> this has been the best season for Phoenix since Devin Booker's been in the league. Uh, they've been slowly, slowly getting better and all that. Uh, 23, still pretty young. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to be 33 in 10 years. You know, he's a bucket. You know what I mean? He's yeah. still averaging 50% from the field, 40% from free so far. He's been looking really well. If Phoenix can get into the playoffs for this season and just keep on progressing, then who knows where they could be. I think that's a great shout, mainly because when you look at the guys who are great scorers, mm-hmm. I feel like there's occasionally guys like, you like your Dwight Howards who they've been amazing defenders mm-hmm. and they don't always find the success and the, the relevance, whereas I feel like great scorers always find a way to win. Yeah, you know, you look at your KD, LeBron, Wade, Kobe. You know, they always find Dirk. They always find a way to eventually, even if it's later in their career. Yeah, they will eventually score. And never goes out of fashion. It's never not needed. So that's a good shout. And I am kicking myself. <laughs> I forgot Devin Booker. Yeah, your list was it, it was different to me. My list sure. is out there. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty out there. I'm a gambler. Yeah, we we we've heard that. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> addressing my problems on air. How dare you? <laughs> All right, number two. My mom listens to this, you know. Does she? Yeah. Hi, mom. Shout out, mumsy. Huh. Hi. <laughs> All right, number two. I'm gonna go with Trey Young, Ice Trey, Ice Trey, Ice Trey. Uh, I think he's what 21, 20, 21. 21. Still pretty young. Uh, just killing what, it. What he's averaging his second year. You know, he's averaging what, almost 26, 27 points, mm-hmm. eight assists. Reincarnation uh, of Steph Curry. That's what I think. And he's only second year, and he's putting up numbers that Steph did. Not near what he's eighth year stuff like that. So yeah. he's looking really good. I just need to. I don't know how good this this Atlanta team is going to be. Uh, they still need a couple more pieces. I think for sure. Um, obviously, John Collins is hurt and all that. Yeah. But I think they just need a second guy next to Trey who's going to be that we can be an all star type of top ten, top twenty player. Definitely. Would you? Would you consider them going out and looking at someone like CJ McCollum, or is that just a repeat of the Blazers? I think that's something like Dame. It would yeah. be like it'd be kind of be... CJ's low key old. He's like not low key. Well, I mean not old, but yeah, yeah. he's like he rode the bench for a couple of years. He's like what twenty eight or something. I mean yeah. he had four years in college, all that stuff. Could you imagine then Giannis goes to Atlanta and then you have that'd be a show. You have Giannis and Trey. That'd be a complete show. Like, I, I want to fire and ice. <laughs> Ooh, like that just they're, they're so opposite, but so yeah, they yeah, could yeah. play so well together. I want I wanted Zion in Atlanta. That was the main thing I wanted before before the before the draft lottery and all that stuff. I wouldn't yeah. even. I'd have been. Everyone would have. I want, you would have shown up to that. Everyone see, would. Have. I just want Zion in the north because I want so him that. to stay away from all the good food. 
I want Zan to stay away from the barbecue. Jesus Christ, Zan. <laughs> <laughs> stay away from any good cooking steaks. <laughs> he needs to be in Utah. That's where Zan needs yeah. to be. Just bland food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they just eat white rice every day. No seasoning. No nothing. seasoning. <laughs> Bread with no bar. Anyway, let's go. All right, number one. Um, hopefully people have recognized who this is. I'm going to go with the Don, Luka Doncic. Oh, I thought you were going to say Donovan Mitchell there. Oh, nah. Nah. Sorry, I, Donovan Donovan probably be... He'd be somewhere in the top 10 if we had to do a top 10. Yeah, he probably, he'd, he might he'd be, be ninth. He might be, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. But Luka... Jesus. Luca Magic, I'm Jesus. so glad. This Jesus Christ. Jesus. Second year, he's averaging 30 points. He is nine stupid rebounds, talent. Nine assists, so good. So, so good. Don't play a lick of defense, I don't care about that. Yeah, we, yeah no, one, no one does. Who cares? And the Mavs are winning, bro. Mavs are winning, nobody expected it. He's no. a legitimate MVP candidate. They're currently third in the Western Conference. He is absolutely balling out. Would you like yeah. a stat? I would like, I love stats. Okay, I've got some Lucas stats now. I just like saving Lucas stats. I love stats. When they come up. So, to give you an idea of some of the stuff that Lucas doing, like, we talk about historic numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, here's another level of historic. I just continue to see stats where the last player to do what Lucas done in terms of the points and, and rebounding mm-hmm. hasn't been done since Michael Jordan. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Like consecutive, I believe now in terms of consecutive 20-point games, he's matched Michael Jordan, prime Jordan, in terms of games of at least 20 points. Games of at least, he seems to average, he's averaging 30, isn't he? Yeah, he's averaging 30 points. He seems to be up nearly 30 a game. And bear in mind, this is with almost no athleticism. Yeah, that's true. It is crazy. No athleticism. The stuff, the Doncic. Yeah. I had an exact stat. Give me one second. I'm just trying to find it now. But Doncic is just going off, man. And the third seed. That's what's, that's what's crazy. Yeah, the fact it's the third seed. I know a lot of people. People are certain to be a low seed in the playoffs, maybe seventh, eighth. They've been outperforming. They've they blew out Houston. They beat the Lakers. Yeah, they've, they've had a really good season. And then I I make this point as well. People like I was a first critical of his defense, mm-hmm. but rebounding is a part of defense. That's the end of a defensive possession. Here's the stat: most triple doubles before twenty first birthday. LeBron had five. Magic Johnson had seven. Luka Doncic has nine. Bear in mind, Luka Doncic turns 21 on February 28th. Damn. There is another two months before Luka turns 21. 21. He could hit, he could double it. He could have 20 triple doubles by the age of 21. And it wouldn't surprise me. So talented. It is insane yeah, so how I think, good he is. I think he, by 10 years' time, he's going to be 30. Hopefully, we hope. This is the, of all the people here, I really hope. Pray you know, injury free. Injury free, rings. I just really hope that happens. I think it's going to be almost like a Dirk where it's one, two rings max. Because I feel like he's the kind of guy where he's going to stay with the Mavs. Yeah, he isn't going to go ring that, chasing. That loyalty. I that loyalty they, there. They, they, they took a chance on him, that type of stuff. Yeah, and that, that worked out. So I think Doncic is definitely there. Wow. I mean, that's the one thing we agree on. Little spoiling myself there. <laughs> There's no doubt I have Doncic at first. But let's go in order now. Mine, I feel like I took this too literally. And I started <laughs> looking into the future pretty hard. Yes. And I forgot that, you know, there are guys who are still in the league who have been in the league for four years who could dominate. A lot of guys don't peak until 25, 26. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that's guys who are like Giannis and Book, yeah. for example. Here's mine. I'm starting to regret this already now. <laughs> okay. Number five. Yes. Time Lord. Time Lord. That Time is Lord Robert Williams. Robert Williams, the Boston Celtics. Had to get a Celtic pack in up, there. Pack up set now. <laughs> when you say it like that, yeah. Well, no, no. No, set, go, no, set your chest, go on. 
the he's Boston back, Celtics he, backup center. Yeah, he is. You know, he's a young guy. He'll, he'll improve. He'll you know be the starting center next year. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I predict this. This there are many things that go into this prediction. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm like I'm like a big risk, big reward guy. We know that. Yeah. I want this to pay off. Yes. And look really good on me in the future. So I'm gonna say that we get at least two championships in this decade. Okay. I see two championships for us. I see him being the glue that holds that team together. I see him being defensive player of the year with Jalen Brown and Tatum out there just scoring, doing their thing. He is the most athletic big man I have ever seen. He has hops. Ever. He definitely has hops. He is long. He's skinny. He is just, he jumps like he's been shot out of a cannon. Mm. He is he is blocking shots that, I just, I don't understand how he's doing it. He <laughs> is in the paint and he's blocking three-point shots. He is crazy. And I feel like, with the way the league is going now, you know, defense hasn't been as much of a factor in recent years. I feel like he could be one of the catalysts with Brad Stevens coaching as well. He could really be a star on defense. And I think he's going to be my number five player that's going to right. define the next the next decade. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Shouts out to this guy. Uh, got to meet him last year uh, when they played the London Lions. Yes. It's not a London Lions player. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it is the... Far and away, best ball brother. LaMelo Ball, he is out now in Australia doing his thing. Yes. I'm putting him in here. Once again, I'm thinking ahead, much like Luca. Luca playing pro since 16. There's a, pic- a crazy picture, actually, of Luca playing for Real Madrid against the Thunder yeah, when yeah. Westbrook is still at the Thunder. Yeah, and it, was, it was a preseason game. Yeah, yeah a preseason that. game. Yeah. That is crazy. I didn't know who he was, but nah. I just saw him. <laughs> yeah. I only started hearing about him the year before he got drafted. And I was like, wow, this kid mm. is legit. But yeah, I think Melo, uh, LaMelo has been playing against pro level competition granted lower level pro but still the physical side of it he is going to be ready when he comes in mm-hmm. elite size at the point guard position comes in he fits the style of basketball right now lethal shooter personality I think he is going to have the brand he is going to be the most marketable player in, yeah, in the next 10 years sure. without a doubt Lavar, uh I love Lavar. I think he's great <laughs> yeah. great for business he's fun to see I think Lamelo is going to be if he goes on the right team and yeah, that's that's very important. That's right very team. key. If he gets in the right situation, right team, and Lavar doesn't force him to get traded or anything like that, yeah, I think Le- stupid. You can tell Lavar's kind of just hung back a little bit on stuff because he knows he's the best. Who? Lamelo. I think Lavar knows Lamelo's the best. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Because yeah. the way he was all over Lonzo, Lonzo yeah. and all over Jello, because he knows Jesus. those two need help, especially Jello. God, yeah. Jello needs help. <laughs> Shout oh, out Jello, that fat two god. <laughs> I saw Jello miss two old wide open layups live. Too wide open. Wide open. He's missed them. Damn. Shocking. Shocking. Damn. Anyway, but yeah, Lamelo's fourth. Third, I share this one with you. Mm-hmm. Ice Trey, Trey Young. Much like Lamelo, just guy born with talent to shoot the ball like crazy. Like, I don't, he obviously puts a lot of work in, but I feel like there's a, a certain amount of God-given talent with Trey. Mm-hmm. Yep, Court sure. vision is amazing, underrated. They're going to be a fun team to watch. Like I said, if they get a good free agent signing to go with him, dynasty, man. Unstoppable. Uh, second, AD. AD. Anthony was, Davis. That's a good one. He's what? He's pretty young. 25, yeah. 26. Younger than people think. Yeah. I think this is the first time we've ever seen him on a good team. Yeah, for sure. And you can see the benefits. Yes. Yeah. You don't. He doesn't need to create everything by himself. He's got one of the best players in the world, LeBron. The best in the world. Okay, yes. Oh, Thank you. Okay, yeah. Put some, res- put some respect on his name. <laughs> yeah, he's got the best. And that's the thing. He can, he's in a position where LeBron can finally take a back seat, I think. Mm-hmm. We saw it in Minnesota when he dropped 50 on Cat's head. Mm. He literally just threw the ball down to AD and just let him go to work. Yeah, I think this is the first time where LeBron really, I've seen LeBron trust his teammates since Kyrie and K-Love. 
Even K Love, he didn't trust that much. We all know he won't do it in his last year in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that. How good must LeBron feel, though, to be able to just go onto the bench with a 10 point lead and come back with a 10 point lead? <laughs> he has finally got guys who can actually keep a score for him. Yeah, I think, and I'm putting AD on here because I think championships. Yeah, yeah okay. So I think really... they're going to be two to three championships in the next decade. I think even if LeBron goes, there's a chance if they keep the coaching right. I think it's going to be a difficult one. I think, like, maybe a championship or two with LeBron. And then when LeBron goes, it's going to be AD just putting up stupid numbers. Yeah, he's going to need some help, though. And he's going to need some help. We know the Lakers, they can attract some big free agents. So. But this is where. This, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is where LeVar might. learns his lesson. <laughs> LaMelo gets drafted by the Lakers. Oh, you're paying out now. And then uh, LaMelo and AD just win, champ- win championship into 2028, 2029. Get Jello a 10-day contract and then <laughs> we're golden. <laughs> That's two two thirds of them. And injuries, then Lon- injuries force. Lonzo played for them before, so injuries they... force Jello into playing time in the finals. <laughs> Jello misses a wide open layup with with two seconds to go, and they lose. Be great. Uh, come on, you know who the first is Luka Doncic. Yep. I hot take here, not even hot take. I've thought about this. Mm-hmm. In ten years' time, Luka Doncic goes down as the third best small forward to ever play the game. By twenty foot, by twenty thirty or twenty thirty, okay. I think goes LeBron, Bird, Doncic, and I think this is big. By the time it's done, I'm not going to say he's better than LeBron because LeBron is the greatest player of all time. I think Luca will not only be the best player of the decade. I think Luca will go down as the best foreign player to ever play in the league. I think he will surpass Dirk. I think Luca, if he stays injury free, will surpass Larry Bird, and I think he will be. The second greatest small forward ever, <laughs> and the greatest white player to ever play the M- in the NBA. I mean, if you pass Larry Bird, then that's probably correct. yeah, that's kind of that's, yeah, <laughs> that's correct. I feel like those are two in the same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was trying to think, but Bill Walton, Jerry West, Ducks, yeah, uh, Steph Curry. I mean, Steph's not. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> can I have Steph? You can, you can get Steph. I have half a Steph. Uh, yeah, yeah, Steph. Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants Seth. Yeah, I think I tell you what, I think if we're calling him Wardell Curry, then I'm, I'm bringing yeah. You can call him if he's Wardell yeah, Curry. It's Wardell yeah. Curry. Then we have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he goes down as as one of the greats of all time, top that's twenty a, player of all time. That's a big claim. Luca is gonna be special, and I'm so excited. We are so excited for the next decade. We hope you stay with us on this next decade. It's gonna be a lot of fun, man. Security man, what do, what do you what do you what do you think, man? Like next decade. We talked a bit about players. Mm. What do you think it has for the hoop dreams? For the hoop dreams, I mean, we we mentioned it, man. We're trying to which I'm blowing ten, ten years, <laughs> ten ES, years. ESPN Studios, thousand episodes. Yeah, oh, ESPN Studios. Episode thousand. Episode one thousand. <laughs> we are going to keep the numbering going, even if we change names, we change formats, we change who we're working for. Yeah, we are not going to forget the guys who are listening day one. Especially, and we especially episode one. Especially episode one, man. Big views there. If you haven't checked it out already, go back and check it. Laugh at how bad our predictions were. <laughs> a lot of episodes going, man. Christmas episode coming very soon. We really hope you guys come and check that out. That is going to be likely dropping on Boxing Day to the fir- uh, or the Friday. I don't know how Boxing Day works. You guys got a lot of time to chill. Listen to the Hoop Dreams podcast. Yes, sir. Chikudi, it's been a pleasure as always, man. Say goodbye to the people. See you later, guys. Thank you for 200 total plays on our podcast. Big shout out to you guys. Thank you, guys. See you later. See you later. Love you guys. See you in two weeks' time. <laughs>